Amazon has been one of the big winners during this pandemic, and Walmart wants a piece of the pie. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. Joining me is Daily Charge regular and Amazon expert, Ben Fox Rubin. Welcome, Ben. Hey. Don't sound too excited, man. I'm, I'm so excited. So excited. Thanks for having me. All right, that's better. Uh, Amazon has been obviously a monster during this pandemic, as evidenced by its huge profits, big gains in its share price, and the fact that we're all pretty much dependent on Amazon for seemingly everything. But Walmart wants to get in on this, uh, and it's got a new program called Walmart Plus. What is it? Walmart Plus is basically Walmart's for lack of a better term, watered down version of Amazon Prime. It started as a grocery delivery program called Delivery Unlimited. And and I guess they saw enough uh, traction. They saw enough benefit from it that they decided to expand uh, it and call it Walmart Plus. So now instead of just grocery deliveries, it includes toys, it includes electronics, basically everything that you would expect to find at a Walmart store because largely that's where they're shipping from. They're shipping from your local Walmart stores. And is it, uh, how much does it cost? What are you actually getting? Is it just free shipping? Are there any other perks? Or what exactly is the plus element of this? It's $98 a year. You can also pay about $13 a month if you want to go that route. Uh, The perks are uh, as fast as same day shipping. I know that's a little vague. So it can be as fast as same day, but maybe sometimes it's not. Um, there is also a fuel discount up to five cents on fuel at certain places, including Walmart fuel locations, Murphy, and the last one, what is the last one? It's, it's the scan and go thing in the Walmart app. So you can use your phone to scan and scan different items and then skip the checkout line altogether. So it's like a nice feature for the app. Um, but is that worth like $100 a year? I'm not really sure. Then again, I, I don't really think that the entire program is quite yet up to snuff against Amazon Prime, obviously. Yeah. And, and sorry, just to re-examine that, that scan and go thing. Is this, so if you're physically in the store, you scan a product and then you just take it take it out of the store without going to the cash register? Or is that how it works? Apparently, yes. That was how it was explained to me. I haven't tried it before, but apparently that's how it works. I uh, it, it it off the bat sounds like it could have some complications because some people will be scan and go customers in a store, and some people won't be. So I guess they're going to have to like check receipts or check your phone as you're leaving. But uh, that's obviously a nice benefit, especially during the coronavirus pandemic. But uh, are people really going to want this program? Are they going to want to spend $100 a year for it? Obviously, if you use Walmart a lot, especially for delivery, maybe it could be worth it for you. Uh, but otherwise, people, a lot of people, more than 150 million people already use Amazon Prime for similar services. Yeah, let's break that down. Like, How, how much does Prime cost to give us sort of a good comparison and just kind of list through what you get with that Prime membership. Right. So Prime is about $20 more. It's $119 annually. You can also pay monthly for it. Uh, The things that it includes that Walmart Plus does not currently have are uh, probably the biggest one is the Prime Video um, library. It's also got uh, the Prime Now rapid delivery service where you could get stuff delivered to you in like an hour or two. It's got Amazon Fresh, which you get included at no additional cost 
that's um, grocery deliveries. And you can also get stuff delivered to you, like really, really cheap stuff, like under $5 delivered with, with no additional minimum. So like those used to be called add-on items. Amazon will now just deliver them to you. Uh, and I don't know how they make any money off of it, but that's what they do. Uh, and comparatively, Walmart Plus, it's a $35 minimum. So you have to do the $35 minimum or it, it appears that Walmart Plus does, just doesn't kick in. Gotcha. It seems like there's some a decent amount of limitations with Walmart Plus. I mean, you know, in your mind, how do they stack up? And to your point about the fact that there are millions, tens of millions of people, over 100 million people on Amazon Prime already, is there enough of a market opportunity for Walmart to come in and, and you know, snatch away Prime customers? There's no doubt that there's a huge market opportunity for Walmart here. Walmart is still the number one retailer in the world. They're the number one grocer in the United States. And there are there's a large segment of the population that are Walmart customers that are not Amazon customers. Uh, Walmart does a much better job, I would say, with um, lower income populations. And they've they've kind of like owned that customer for a really long time. Amazon has made an effort to try to push into that. But Amazon Prime is generally known as more of a middle income or upper income uh, type of service. So Walmart definitely can can hit its demographics and and you know it's still going to be $100 a year. The other thing is is that Walmart was very clear about saying that like look this is a starting point and we're going to add more services to it. So we'll see what happens throughout the year uh, throughout the next 12 months with that because I think even Walmart will readily admit that they need more stuff to uh, compete against Prime and to really make this more of like a no-brainer for people so that they're willing to fork over a hundred bucks. Right. Now, as Walmart is trying to bolster its online shopping presence, Amazon is, oddly enough, trying to expand its physical presence. Uh, tell me about this Amazon Fresh store that just opened up uh, out in LA. Yeah, this is, to me, what's interesting is, is that this must be infuriating for folks like Walmart which has thousands and thousands of stores. Amazon opens one store in the LA area and the media goes crazy about it. Now, granted, it's a, it's a new store format for Amazon. They already have Whole Foods. This is a completely different grocery line uh, that they just created that's more like mainstream grocery as opposed to like more niche or upper crusty uh, grocery with Whole Foods. Uh, probably the most interesting element of it is this thing called the Dash Cart which is a smart shopping cart. You just basically log into the cart. And then as you put things into the cart, they're checked in automatically using cameras and uh, weight sensors in the cart itself. So again, it's another one of these cashierless uh, types of services. They also have an amazon.com uh, uh, service counter. So you can pick up your orders at, uh, at the store and you could also do returns without putting them in a box. So that that's an interesting element that I'm pretty sure isn't at any uh, Whole Foods right now. So they're they're definitely like making a much stronger connection with Amazon.com as the brand doing that. What do you think of this? I mean, this effort to branch out of the physical world. I know they've been doing this for a while. They've obviously got the Whole Foods chain, but does it even make sense given everything that's going on right now? The fact that we're all still kind of locked down. Well, that's a good point with the lockdown. I think it makes sense. When you think about how Walmart is still the number one grocer and Amazon is definitely trying to build in that market. Grocery is a more than $1 trillion 
uh, industry annually in the United States. It's a huge, huge opportunity and a huge growth area for Amazon. That's why they're really pushing not just this, but with Amazon Fresh, their delivery service and all sorts of other food related stuff. I mean, they spent over $13 billion for Whole Foods. So this is a this is a huge push for them. Uh, so is it, is it going to be successful? Who knows? But one other thing that I wanted to mention too is, is that it, grocery has a huge loyalty facet to it. So once you uh, start going to a specific grocer, you go like weekly and you spend like, if you have a family, over $100 a week. Uh, so that's that's a great opportunity to just kind of keep re-emphasizing loyalty of a brand. In, in other Amazon news, it's voice assistant, which we won't say because I don't want to trigger folks by folks' echoes by accident. Uh, the voice assistant may soon find its way to apartment complexes. What's that all about? Yeah, it's this new service called Alexa for residential. It's the idea of basically just making it easier for Amazon's voice assistant to go into uh, apartment complexes. As you can imagine, property managers need to be able to uh, manage dozens or maybe even hundreds of these uh, voice assistants or, or these smart speakers. And so this makes it a lot easier for them to do that. They've already done this with hotels. They've already done this with college campuses. So now this is an additional expansion where, as I mentioned in my story today, they're essentially just trying to make it a default for living spaces, regardless of what those living spaces are, uh, almost like a utility, like the plumbing or like the lighting. Where you, you're, you're going to have a voice assistant if you walk into an environment. Okay, so the idea is that the renter can go in and already that assistant is ready to go. It's You, you don't have to think about it. It's already pre-set up with, I don't know, the lighting or the, the locks in the unit. Yeah, yeah. The, the instant you walk in, you can use it. Uh, the property manager just has to like turn it on to like occupied. Uh, one important thing to mention is, is that there's probably going to be some blowback for something like this because... These are renter-occupied spaces. So while a lot of renters have expressed a lot of interest for having smart speakers and voice assistants, uh, it's still the possibility that um, it's kind of being put upon them as opposed to them adding it into the space on their own. So what does that mean for privacy? What does that mean for renters' rights? Uh, our colleague Alfred Ng did a really good job, I think this was last year, writing about how smart locks were being added into a New York apartment building. And the tenants, some of the tenants balked at it. They they didn't like the idea that they weren't being offered physical keys. And so a judge actually ordered that to happen. Uh, is, is something like that going to happen with these particular locations? It'll be interesting to see if it does. Gotcha. All right. Well, thanks for your time, Ben. If you have any questions about these stories, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge. You can read all the articles. No, I'm sorry. You can read all of our Amazon and Walmart Plus coverage on CNET.com. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.